Welcome. You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm your host, Meryl Arnett, and my passion is making meditation accessible and enjoyable. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a guided meditation. If you would like to access these meditation practices as standalone audio files for your daily practice, please subscribe to my newsletter at merylarnett.com. It's free and you'll receive a new mini meditation each week, along with behind the scenes content and bonus material for each podcast episode. All right, let's grab a cup of tea, a comfy seat, and settle in for today's practice. Welcome, friends. I'm glad to have you back. How did your first week of meditating for 10 minutes a day and making it beautiful, how did that go? Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm seeing nods. So we started the series. We're starting the month. We're starting the year with meditation for the love of it, a 2023 meditation challenge that I hope is creating a practice for you or reviving a practice for you that feels really rich and decadent and life-giving so that this isn't a chore on your to-do list. It's not something to grumble through, but it's something you do because you want to, because it feels really good. And we started the challenge with the invitation to think about what would make our practice beautiful. And I don't necessarily mean aesthetically beautiful, although for some of you, aesthetics are the thing that really speaks to you. And so it does mean a bouquet of flowers, a beautiful spot to sit, an altar. And for those of you that are like, aesthetics is not my thing. I don't, that's not what speaks to my heart. What does speak to your heart? Is it sound? Is it candles or scent, incense? Is it having the coziest blanket possible because it feels good? What are the things, very small, not complicated things that we put into place so that our practice feels so good? Our practice is not a thing to slog through. It's not a thing to hurry through. It's not that it needs to be perfect, but that it feels nourishing when we do it. It's like, I don't know about you, but some days I joke that my favorite part of my day is the day I get into bed at night and I'm about to go to sleep. I'm like, oh, so happy. The sheets are so cozy. They're, you know, like in the winter, I have flannel sheets. I love flannel sheets. So it's like all warm and snuggy. It's the best moment. And you want your practice to feel warm and snuggly and like the best moment. So we started with that invitation, 10 minutes a day, making it lovely. Here is the next step in our practice. So we've set the stage. We've picked the corner or the couch or wherever it is that we practice. We've got our tea or our candle or our blanket or whatever it is you chose to really make the practice feel rich for you. And now... We are going to consciously, consciously ask 
for what we most want or need out of the practice. So if you have meditated with me for any length of time, you know that we always start our meditation practice by saying silently to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. I don't know if that lands as strongly for everybody as it does for me, but I will tell you that saying that to myself, every practice is one of the most Pavlovian things I have ever done. I say those words and I know. I know what I'm doing. I know how it feels. I can feel myself settle into the practice because I have named what I'm going to do. The same is true for what we most want or need from the practice. For some of you, you might think of this as naming your intention. If that's a a word or phrase that resonates with you, that's what we're doing. Our intention for practicing to be more awake, connected, loving, to feel safer in my skin, to experience more joy, right? What is it that brought you to the cushion? For some of you, you might even think about this as requesting a blessing, right? Please, please, what do I need? What am I asking for? What am I trying to cultivate? And name it, say it to yourself. So there'll be a space Now is my time to meditate. And then a little space for you to fill in the blank. And even when your meditation teacher, if, oh, hold on one second, please. Okay. Headphone switch. I'm having the hardest time with my AirPods all of a sudden. I don't know if you guys have technical difficulties, but I'm having serious technical difficulties. AirPods are done. Back to the wired ones. We'll see how this works. Okay, setting intention, asking for a blessing, naming what you most want and need out of the practice. And this is really for two reasons, right? One of which is we're sitting into the practice and we're doing this for a purpose. We're not just doing it to do it, right? You didn't decide to join a meditation class or listen to a meditation podcast for some unknown reason. There was something. You feel unspeakably impatient all the time. You are unhappy with the state of the world or scared. You're anxious all the time. Whatever it might be, your reason. When we name it, It reminds us what to pay attention to in the practice. It reminds us that the practice has a very real, tangible purpose in this very moment. It's not for some esoteric future moment. It's not for some unnameable, incomprehensible outcome of, you know, quote unquote, enlightenment. It is for this moment that we're living in right now. You know, I'm recording this. It's during the kids' school holiday break, which is two and a half weeks and or two and a half years, depending on the moment I'm in. And it's like, okay, guys, 
go upstairs. Mommy's got to work and she's going to record. So we have to be quiet. And all the pieces we're juggling. And it would be really easy to be so frustrated or feel overwhelmed that I can't get it done the way I want to, or I can't get it done knowing that it'll be perfectly quiet and nobody's going to kick the door in at any moment. It could be that. The reason I practice is so it's not that. The reason I practice is so that I remember that I can interact with presence and patience for myself, my family, for everybody I engage with, so I can interact with love. You know, uh, some of you might remember that, that my mantra, what I say when I practice, is patience, present, kindness. Patience, presence, kindness. That's what I practice for. So what do you practice for? And you might really, right now, take a moment to think about that. What do you practice for? What are you asking for? Growing or cultivating for yourself. What will make you feel the very best in your day? Not just on the meditation cushion, but in your day, when you go to work, when you go to the grocery store, when your kids are out of school for two and a half weeks, what will make you feel the best? It's not meditation as the, as the goal or as the end game, right? The practice will is indeed a practice, a tool. But it's the intention behind the practice that does something for us. And then here's the thing. You know, the cool thing about our practice is we see, we start to see and become really aware of our habitual ways of thinking. We have these deep, deep networks of thoughts that have formed from early childhood all the way through our adulthood. So that every time someone does X, I respond with Y. Every time, right? Every time my partner says, you know, this, I respond this way. And our practice, the gift of our practice is that we get to see those patterns. And when you see them, you have the choice to change them. So when we name for ourselves something like patience, presence, kindness, and we do it day after day after day, you might begin to become more aware of the moments where you're not seeing patience, presence, kindness. You're not seeing that intention that you called forth in your practice. You're like, oh, right, I need it here. I need it in this moment. We're building that sense of mindfulness, of wakeful engagement in every moment of our day, not just the moment we're on the cushion. This is the training ground, right? This is going to the gym and doing the bicep curl. But that strength matters when you have to pick up your crying kid for the 90th time, or you need to repair your car that's broken down on the side of the road, and you need to be strong for that or whatever it is right? This is why we practice, not for this moment where I'm sitting on my little cushion right now, 
but for all those other moments in our day. All those other moments. So let us practice. And we begin by making our practice beautiful. So if you haven't already set the stage for yourself, take a moment, hit pause, go do that. Light your candle, get your tea or your meditation shawl, uh, your favorite blanket. Get in a spot that feels cozy and safe. And when you have found your most nourishing spot, you have everything that you need for your practice in this moment. We will settle in and we will, when the time is right, I'll cue us. We will ask for what we most need or most want out of the practice today. Yeah? Okay. So find that comfortable seat. Let your hands rest onto your lap. If you'd like to let your eyes close, please do. And if you'd rather take a soft gaze towards the ground, you can always do so. We started our meditation challenge last week with 10 minutes. And today we move the practice to 15 minutes of meditation. If you find that this feels too long for you, you can always adjust it so that maybe you just meditate for 11 minutes or 12 minutes today. A little tiny increment added each week makes a huge difference. Together as a group, let's take a nice deep breath in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that again, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. And as you allow your breath to flow, We begin our practice by silently saying to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you call yourself into the practice in this way, perhaps you can feel yourself setting aside everything that you have already done today. And everything you have yet to do. And name for yourself what it is that you most want or need out of this practice. The intention or the blessing, the gift of this practice. Name it for yourself here.
with that intention stated, notice if you can sit down a bit more now. Letting go of any need to get up, to end early or adjust. Invite yourself to just be here. Letting go of the hips or the thighs. Feeling your weight drop fully into the cushion or chair beneath you. And following the length of your spine, making sure that you feel tall and awake here. Perhaps you can roll your shoulder blades back and down. Lift up and lengthen the crown of the head. And gradually start to let go of the muscles in the face. Smoothing out across your forehead. Softening the skin around the eyes. Letting go of your jaw. The inside of the cheeks. And even the tongue. Invite the muscles of your chest to soften. You might even feel as if you could soften the heart itself. Letting go of the muscles in the belly. Feeling yourself breathe with a sense of ease or spaciousness. And it's here that we'll begin to follow the flow of our breath. As you breathe in, you're following that air as far into the body as you can trace it. And as you breathe out, you're following that air as far out into the room as you can. It's following the flow of this breath that holds us present. It holds us right here in this moment.
and undoubtedly all sorts of other things happen. Noises distract us. We think thoughts. We daydream or get sleepy. And all the while, there's a part of our brain watching that happen. Part of our brain following the flow of breath in. Following the breath out. And there's nothing for us to change or fix or judge. We just continue to feel this breath. And then this one. And this one. All the while observing the patterns of our mind. We'll sit now about five minutes in silence. And I'll bring us all out together.
feeling your breath here. Noticing what you are just thinking about. And gradually letting your breath get a little bit deeper. You might wiggle into your fingers and your toes, reminding yourself of your edges. Once again, here you might also remind yourself of your intention or the blessing you requested. And then together we'll take one last deep breath in. Exhaling out a sigh. Taking all the time you need to let go of your practice, to blink your eyes open once again. Thank you, my friends. This week, you will endeavor to meditate every day for 15 minutes. If you can't manage 15, can you manage 11 or 12? Remember, you're able to get this recording by subscribing to my newsletter on my website, marylarnett.com. You'll get a copy of just the meditation itself so that you can use that practice every day to support you. And we'll meet back here next week as we advance to 20 minutes a day and we add the final piece to our fully nourishing and lovely meditation practice. I look forward to seeing you then. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving me a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps others to find the show. And let's face it, we could definitely use more meditators in this world. The Mindful Minute is recorded on Muskogee land and produced with the support of Madeline Day Production Management and Brianna Nielsen Virtual Assistance. To join my live classes, ask questions, or learn more about my teacher trainings, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you guys next week.